You're listening to the Prepper Recon Podcast. For questions, comments, and podcast archives, go to PrepperRecon.com. Hey, Preppers and Patriots. I have something I want to share with you real quick before we get into today's show. I've been battling joint pain for well over a decade. Two things that have helped the most have been staying active and giving up sugar. My knees, wrists, and back are way better since getting off sugar. However, my shoulder impingements have continued to nag me no matter what. I stretch them, wear a corrective harness while I'm riding and driving. I'm diligent about my physical therapy exercises, but I still have pain. It's been so bad that the pain wakes me up in the night and I often have trouble getting back to sleep. I was speaking to a buddy at jujitsu about my shoulders. He said I should try CBD. I assured him that I'd already tried it, but he insisted that it was really helping him. My opinion was that CBD was snake oil. However, what I'd tried was hemp oil that I'd gotten from Amazon. I did a little more research after our conversation. It turns out that hemp oil is made from only the hemp seeds. It contains no CBD. In fact, Amazon doesn't sell CBD oil at all. So I decided to give it another shot. I ordered several different products, about eight I think, and they're not all created equally. Various companies use different processes to extract the CBD. The process which works best utilizes CO2. Many of the products that I tried, they tasted like pot. Some left my throat raw and feeling irritated. One brand stood far above the rest, Medterra. Medterra was the most reasonably priced of the companies which used the CO2 for the extraction process. And it was the only one that didn't taste like weed. Additionally, Medterra uses organic coconut oil for the carrier oil. Plus, the CBD itself is non-GMO and pesticide-free. Medterra is also lab certified by an independent third party who tests each product for purity and strength. Since taking Medterra CBD, I sleep through the night with no shoulder pain. I don't feel groggy the next day, and I'm back to taking care of the homestead without babying my shoulders. I've been planting apple trees, pear trees, blueberry bushes, blackberry bushes, painting my chicken coop, shoveling dirt, clearing brush, and lots of other chores around the property. If it weren't for the CBD oil, my body would really be aching right now especially my shoulders. However, I'm going full throttle with no pain. CBD oil has none of the harmful effects of prescription meds or over-the-counter pills. I'm very impressed. I'm using Medterra's 3000 milligram CBD oil, but they have several different strengths. If you're dealing with chronic pain from overexertion, age, illness, and injury, or arthritis, I'd encourage you to try it out. If you decide to take my recommendation and buy Medterra, go to Prepper Recon and click the CBD oil banner on the top of the page. Use coupon code PREP at checkout for 15% off your order. Some folks worry that they'll test positive for marijuana if they use CBD oil. While some CBD products do contain trace amounts of THC, None of the broad-spectrum or ultra-broad-spectrum products offered by Medterra contain THC. 
This is also verified by the independent lab, which tests all of their products. So you don't have to worry about testing positive for marijuana if you're using Medterra CBD oil. And now on to today's show. Today's guest is Bob Griswold of Ready-Made Resources. Bob, welcome back. Well, it's always good to be here, Mark. Um, I, I always enjoy your audience. I mean, your audience is out of all the programs I do, I would say your core base of your audience is, has philosophical probably beliefs the same thing I have. You know, very devout Christian, um, and with the understanding of historical and biblical perspective of where we are in history, and understanding, you know, that God does warn people ahead of time to uh, do certain things before the uh, before the final curtain. Uh, falls on, on America, which is falling, I, I think, rather quickly right now. Yeah, I think you're right. And you, you've you been coming on this show for six years. I just went back and looked back in the archives, oh. and it was uh, 2015, the first time you came on the Prepper Recon podcast. And that whole time, you've been warning us about the war on humanity, the coming inflation, persecutions of Christians in America, supply chain disruptions suppression of free speech, and a tyrannical government. Now it's here, and I think it's only going to get worse. Currently, BLM protesters have major cities under siege once again. They've been given full reign while Oath Keepers are being investigated by the FBI. The only thing Oath Keepers do is affirm that they'll uphold the oath that they took when they were sworn into the military or law enforcement. The oath is an official requirement for every cop and every soldier, and anyone who takes it and does not intend to uphold it is guilty of lying under oath. In this country, that's called perjury, and it's punishable by imprisonment. But we live in an inverted reality where criminals are heroes, and heroes are criminals. There's there's a Bible verse that is similar to that. It says, at, at the end of the age... Uh, that which is evil will be called good, and that which is good will be called evil. You know, <clears throat> you made a very good point. I don't know if, you, if, you, if you, you, you clarified it enough, though. So let me just take a second and unpack this a little bit. You know, I ask people all the time, why did Donald Trump lose the election? And they, the, the, the pat answer is, well, he was cheated. Well, we all know that, but that's not why he lost. He, he, he lost the election because of what's called information dominance. He did not have it. All the news media was against him, and they demonized him, and they belittled those who called into question the massive, obvious, in-your-face cheating that was going on. Um, and see, the same thing is happening right now with Oath Keepers versus you know, the, the uh, satanic anarchist, whatever three-letter brand you want to throw on it or whatever you call them. Um, they the, they have information dominance, and they've gained a lot of it through blackmail, bribery, uh, extortion, threats. That they use all the, the the typical tools that the Marxist would use. If you don't, if you if you dare speak out against us, we'll come and burn your store down. We'll burn your house down. We'll we'll beat up your children. We'll, we'll do whatever. Now, see, oath keepers would never do that. If you know, they're not going to tell. You know, CNN, if you report these lies about us one more time, we're going to come and burn down your house. Oath Keepers doesn't do that. 
That's the other side that does that. And yet they have information dominance. And so that's why, you know, Trump lost the election, and that's why you can take a group like BLM or Antifa or whatever that are absolute anarchists, burned down murderers. You know, a lot of them are, you know, we, we saw from several incidences there have been arrested for pedophilia. I mean, there's all kinds of, you know, deviance in those groups. I mean, and, and the head of BLM, it might mean big, buy big mansions, um, you know, because that's what they use the money for. They, they were, they, you know, they they hate capitalism, but they sure do love the fruits of capitalism. They, you know, she bought what four four very expensive homes, um, and so we have to understand that programs such as yours, Mark, the the the, the service they render is they prevent present information, and in the world of intelligence, information raw intelligence is. It's so key to be able to understand it and then to take that intelligence and to make it into something that's usable, raw intelligence versus usable intelligence. And that's what, you know, so many of your guests do so well is they take, you know, okay, we see this going on, this going on, this going on, and it's not so much just the act, but what is the goal and result of doing what they're doing? What, what, are, they, what are their goals and objectives? And if we don't know that, if we don't know where this is headed, both biblically, historically, and through the group's philosophy, then we're, we're going to be run over like a steamroller. And, and that, that, um, that's going to be a dreadful day in the United States if that happens. And I think there's a probably good chance that that's going to happen because the church has been totally silent in all of this. The church has not only been silent in a lot of cases, they've actually gone to the woke side of the, the fence, trying you know, not to offend anybody. And yet we forget Jesus said that the gospel was an offense. It's an offense to everything that, that mankind puffs himself up in and boasts in. I'm, I'm able, I'm strong enough, I'm smart enough, I'm good-looking enough, I have enough money. All of those things, that it's an offense to those things. <clears throat> And and so, you know, if we, if we don't understand it, we are going to be steamrolled because the purpose of intelligence, and this is a, one of the most important statements I'll make right now, the, the purpose of intelligence is exploitation. They're gathering all this intelligence, they're putting all this information out, and it's to exploit you. Um, the whole race thing that we see going on in the United States is they understand that there's vast portions of wealth held in the middle class community. And it's not so much that they just, you know, want to promote racism for racism's sake. They want to promote racism so they can exploit you and take that wealth from you, which they're doing very effectively right now. When you when you put it all together, it really starts looking like some sinister plan to just uh, a war on humanity. Uh, let's talk about the supply chain disruption uh, side of that for just a moment. The cost of everything is skyrocketing. Dollars created by a keystroke in the form of stimulus checks are creating massive demand. At the same time, products can't get to market because of the global shutdown. Computer chips are a large part of the problem. Not only are chip manufacturing plants operating at reduced capacity because of the lockdowns, uh, demand is soaring for things like robotics, which are the corporate solution to increased wages and government-mandated lockdowns. As this issue spills over into farming equipment and processing plants, I worry that this could create a cascading failure in our food supply chain. What do you think about that? I, I don't wonder about it. It's going to happen. Um, you know, you know. I, I'm gonna, there's two phrases I've coined recently. <clears throat> One of them is food privilege. 
and the other is house privilege, meaning you own a home. <clears throat> this is what they're after. They want to take the food away from them, people, and people that would have access to food or grow food, they'll use that phrase, you have food privilege, um, to condemn you for being self-sufficient and self-reliant. This is where Obset comes in and being, being careful about you know, letting people know what you have. Um, and, and, you know, gardening, all those things. Because th- there's coming a starvation to the United States. Now, you might ask, how can he say that with such assuredness? Because God says so. It's one of the ways God historically judges a nation, is he deprives them of food. And, and then what happens is it, it's a vicious cycle that they give up and sell everything they have just to get a morsel of food. You know, for the non-prepared, when this happens... And, and, you know, that, that think, well, I can just go down to, you know, my little uh, latte coffee shop or, you know, organic food market down on the corner and buy my stuff for the day. Um, it's going to be just an absolute gut kick because when that stuff does not show up, then, then there's going to be the crisis of, of them. And not only that, but I just can't imagine the non-prepared father who has to look at children or wives and say, <clears throat> you know, we have that 80-inch plasma color TV set, and it's 8K, but we don't have any food. I thought that was more important. And, and so there's going to be a mass realization in this country of people who have misplaced their resources that God gave them into things that are just absolute foolishness uh, when, when, when a crisis of food strikes. Let me, let me put it – there's a couple key factors here we want to, we want to bring into to light. One – Forty now, probably more than that now, because this was a couple months ago before the new stimulus bill. But forty percent of all dollars in circulation right right now, Mark, have been added in the last year. Wow! Do you know what kind of hyperinflationary pressure that creates? I, at, at Home Depot right now, um, a three quarter inch sheet of plywood that used to cost thirty two, thirty three bucks is a hundred dollars now. No kidding. Well, that's no, fast. No, $100. $100. $30 was high. They were selling it by the half sheet for $62. You can go on their website and look. It's there. Um, and, and, you know, with the food, we, we have to remember that there's 60-some steps to get food from the seed manufacturer. They have to harvest it. They have to cold storage it for the next year because, you know, the seeds just don't magically pop up. You have to cold storage the seeds over over the winter so you have the seeds for the next season. Those seeds then have to be transported to the farmer, fertilizer to the farmer, gasoline to run the uh, equipment, all the equipment that that's, you know, the, the planters, the tillers, the, you know, the harvesters, all that. Um, you know, the people that make the bags, pack, packaging, the, the ink for the packaging, the gasoline for delivery, you know, the, the storage, the refrigeration, it goes on and on and on to put, you know, a piece of food on your table. All those steps. And now all those steps along the way, gasoline, we see massive inflation in the gasoline. Um, and, and along the whole supply chain, we see it not only not only just you know, price increase, but unavailable. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm staggered. Um, I just built my wife an addition to her home, and I'm staggered to say, okay, well, you, you want that? That's going to be a five-month wait. It's like, what? I mean, it used to be to go down and just buy the stuff, and now there's waiting times. When I was on um, one of the big um, lumber stores' websites the other day, you could not, they didn't even have 
four by eight sheets of three quarter inch plywood available. You'd have to buy it in half sheets, and there was a limit of ninety. Um, I saw a recent story that RVs are, are just you can't even get them anymore. As soon as they hit the dealer's lot, they're sold. That means people are thinking, bug out, get out of Dodge, something. And at the same time, we see massive amounts of the population moving out of these liberal hellholes into more free states, which means there's a huge demographic shift, which means the neighborhood that you once knew in five years from now, you're probably not going to know if you live in a conservative state. It, it, Mark, everything of the United States right now is being turned over. It's upheaval. And, and the prudent see this. The people who read the scripture and understand the nature of God see this. Because, you know, Mark, we, what's, if the one attribute that we hear about God in the United States, what would you say it is all the time? Oh, it's, it's mercy, mercy, mercy. Love. He's mercy, right? merciful, and loving. And they yeah. forget but that, let me he's, ask you that, a question. that he's truthful. And they forget that he's the same God of, well, and, and then they say that the God of judgment, well, that's Old Testament. Well, let me ask the you Revelation this. Revelation is, is New Testament. Yeah, let me ask There's you this. There's a lot of judgment in there. The angels that are sitting before the throne, what do they cry throughout all eternity? Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. And that's pure, and that's, that's righteous. Yeah, they, we are... They're not crying love, love, love. No. Uh, they're not. They're crying holy, God, holy, holy. You know, and we forget this, and because of that... This is why you, myself, and other people that read the Bible and understand the nature of what the Bible ta talks can be so assertive and so assured of what we're saying. That's why Jeremiah could be so assertive. Well, Isaiah could be so assertive of what he was saying. Because they knew God. They walked with him. They, they, you reread his word. We're filled by his Holy Spirit, and his word becomes alive to us. And all of a sudden, we just see it and look at every nation that has ever done what we're doing. In fact, I don't think there's any nation that has ever done what we've done. You know, there's always been uh, perverted marriage, you know, uh, homosexual relationships, all these things. There's always been those things throughout history. But it's never been codified into law. I was listening to John MacArthur the other day, and, you know, and he asked a question. It was a very good question. He goes, you know, if you read Romans 1, the last stage is, is divine insanity. God gives you completely over to a reprobate mind. You not only like doing things, but you try to circle and circle yourself with those that you have. You have no ability to reason left. You've been given over to a mind that is not sane. And he asked the question. He goes, "What's the difference between a man who thinks he's a woman and a man who thinks he's a potato chip?" There's nothing. They're both insane. Yeah. I mean, it's insanity. Deuteronomy 28 also that, yeah. you know, one of the curses is confusion of mind. And that's the same thing echoed in, in Romans 1. And I think that's a really good description for, for where we're at as a nation right now. It, we've been, we're at the final stage. We've been given over to a reprobate mind. At the final stage of Romans, is seeing, we're seeing it fulfilled in our nation today. Not only do we condone that which is perverse, but we write laws to protect that which is perverse and to persecute those that would hold the standard of what God is. And we, it goes back to Noah when it says the earth was filled with violence. Now, immediately we just think, you know, people beating each other up or shooting. Well, they didn't shoot, shoot people back then, but them spearing sword and whatever they did, throw rocks at them. Um, but it's, it's more than, than just that. That's a shallow reading of that word violence. And what it means, it's violence against God's divine order. Yeah, but slaughtering, you know, slaughtering 3,000 children in their mother's womb, 
I can't think of anything uh, uh, more uh, violent. Than transhumanism, that. the whole thing. I just saw that China's admitted they made a monkey-human hybrid um, embryo. So it, it's violence against the complete order of God, because that's what real. That's what violence is: is when we rebel against the order of God. Because we, I wouldn't hit my brother if I follow the golden rule that love my brother as myself you know i wouldn't do that so when when the word violence is used there it means violence against god's divine order and that's what we see everything across the full spectrum today that man is committing violence against god's divine order and and you know a lot of people read bible prophecy and they make it americentric you know if it doesn't happen in america it's not bible prophecy well no this is this is a global event going on right now the whole world is scheming against the lord and in his anointed messiah i mean it's so this is a global rebellion we see going on right now and, and you know I, I challenged someone the other day mark name one of the prophecies concerning the end of the age that's in the synoptic gospels the book of revelation the book of daniel or wherever else prophecies mentioned that is not coming at us in a staccato fashion. You know, and, and what I mean by that is bang, 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 over and over and over again. I, I remember when you know, I first became a Christian when I was 16, it was like there might have been one major earthquake every, you know, four or five years somewhere, six years. Now it's almost weekly. You can go in the, and find out there's been a 7.0 earthquake somewhere. The, these, these, the volcanoes that are erupting, the ethnic violence that has, has taken over, the pestilence that's encompassing the planet, the, the famine, these locusts that are just massive, trillions of them at a time just going in and just eating everything. It, and, and at the same time, wars and rumors of war. Right now, war with China is a possibility. War with Iran is a possibility. You know, Russia and Ukraine are going at it. And I think the only thing that's holding the Russians back right now from moving into the Ukraine is that this is the wet season in the Ukraine, and they don't want to put their tracked vehicles into that type of environment. They're just waiting a few more weeks when it starts to dry up so they can move in. I mean, Putin has so much committed on that border right now, thousands of tracked vehicles, drones, 100,000 soldiers, so, I mean, we see everything the Bible telling us about the end of the age coming about. And so this is – what I would say to people is, what do I do? And I think the Scripture gives us an, an outstanding example. When, you remember the, in the story when Lot was kidnapped? Um, he was kidnapped by the, 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 the evil kings of Sodom, you know? Sure. And, and Abraham had 300 trained men. These weren't guys that were that were farmers. That he gave them a, a, a spear or an arrow and said, "Hey, let's 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 go get my, th- that's, my nephew." That's these precisely. Guys were all, these guys were pre- prepared and ready. They had the skills. They had the implements of war. And when it was time to go take care of business, they were already prepared. And, and and the main thing, there's three things they had. That that one's the middle one I I use is they had they had trained men. These were men of valor, hard men, men that knew the art of war. They knew how to protect their families. They knew how to defend that which was theirs. Uh, but the first and foremost thing Abraham had to have to do what he did is he had to have the moral courage to say, "By God, I will go and rescue my nephew." Um, God has given me the strength and the character to go and do this. I am going to go. I mean, this is like Navy SEAL stuff, Green Beret stuff. I am going to plan an op to go into the center of my enemy's capital, and I am going to hack them to pieces. 
I mean, you have to have more courage to to, be, to, to plan an op like that. Sure. And that's what they did. Um, they went in there, and I mean, you know, when we read um, in Hebrews, it says he, he came, you know, when the angel uh, Melchizedek met Abraham he, from the slaughter of the kings, they slaughtered him. Um, and then the third thing, you know, it wasn't just a, like a two-hour trek. Uh, Abraham had to have goods and supplies to take with him on that trek to, uh, to go there. I mean, food, water, and whatever other supplies they needed so that they could feed the army as it was moving towards the enemy's camp. And those are the three things I tell people today that we need. We need to pray that God would give us the moral courage to stand in this day and to proclaim the truth in face of absolute evil, demonic rage against the truth. And then two, that God makes us men of valor, women of valor, that we do not shrink back from telling the truth to people. Because what we're, we're in the game of souls, uh, Mark. It, this, is, this is an eternal thing. The, the men's souls are at stake. And, you know, if you, if you want to be loving and say, oh, wow, what a nice gay couple, or, you know, whatever, or, you know, whatever, you, whatever the sin is, you know, they're so nice. But, and you don't warn them that God loves you and he wants you to repent so that you can, not, you can avoid eternal damnation and enjoy the presence of his counsel for all eternity. He wants you to do this, but you have to repent. If, we're, if we don't have the moral courage in this day to say that, which I, I say with shame that most churches in America don't have, then um, you know, we'll lose the battle. And the last thing is, you know, just as Noah, just as Joseph you know, saw the judgment coming, they, they prepared supplies for their family. They, they they stored it away so that when the hour of judgment came, you know the, they they had the blood on the doorpost. The death angel did not visit them, and you know the non-prepared are going to be faced with such awful consequences and choices when the food runs out. Um, we don't need to go into detail; people can figure that out. But it's just going to be awful choices that you're going to have to face: starve to death or do things I would not normally not ever do. Because I just refused to learn the the warnings of Scripture, I refused to, to learn the warnings of history, and I just refused to even listen to these people what they have planned for me, um, and and so then I'm going to suffer consequence, and the consequence is going to be devastating. I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the Deagle Report, Mark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, again, you know, it it five years ago it was kind of like 200 million people in the United States are going to disappear by 2024. Come on. Um, but every day that goes by, it looks like the United States is headed for that kind of catastrophic judgment. Right. You mentioned earlier long lead times. Now, I've waited three months for a shed, which I'm using for my chicken coop, uh, five months for a dishwasher, four months for a wood-burning insert. Um, I had to get on a list for two months for a uh, electrician to just come put the, the temporary uh, generator connection and, and to just uh, have that installed into my, my uh, uh, main panel. Uh, so I'd really encourage folks who've been procrastinating the purchase of items like these, do it now. Availability may or may not get better, but prices will certainly get higher as the government continues to destroy the currency. Uh, what about for your business? Are you seeing higher prices? Uh, uh, um, I, I, you know, we sell and, a wide range stocking? of survival supplies. I can't buy greenhouses right now; they're gone. It tells you something. See, that's a that's a bit of data and intelligence. And intelligence 
having worked in that area for a while, intelligence is like a puzzle. You start putting the pieces together and it jigsaws together. And when you start looking at these supply chain shortages and all the other ethnic problems, the moral problems, the racial problems, you start piecing it all together, it paints a picture. But yes, absolutely, you can't get greenhouses right now, which we sell greenhouses, you can't get them. Um, you know, we, since I've been doing the night vision business for a long time, I have several different suppliers. We have night vision in stock, but if you call most suppliers, the minimum wait you're going to do is 30 days, and that's for what would be a Photonis Echospec. We have those in stock. I can ship them out tomorrow. We also have the higher-end ones in stock that are usually right now four to five months wait. And you call. You can call. How long before I can get an L3 unfilmed Omni-8 white phosphor night vision? Oh, 120, 180 days. That's what you'll hear. promise you. And Bill Gates is uh... – He's really, really getting involved in, in, in this war on humanity in so many different levels. Um, of course, he not only wants everyone to get vaccinated with an experimental gene therapy drug, but if you manage to survive that, he wants you to eat bugs and synthetic meat instead of real meat. He's funding a company called All Things Bugs, which is developing insect-based food, as well as another company called Beyond Meat, which is doing exactly what it sounds like. It's making fake meat in a laboratory. Um, besides Bill Gates, uh, Colorado's pushing a law called the Pauls Act, which would require farmers to allow livestock to live at, at least 25% of their natural life. That would be catastrophic to cattle, chicken, and pork farmers. Um, Australia has classified animal animal manure as toxic waste. So you know, Mark, this, this seems like a plan to force farmers into using petrochemicals instead of organic manure for fertilizer. You know, there's a little passage in the Bible, and I used to read it as a new Christian back in the mid-70s, early 80s. And it said, in the end times, they will forbid the eating of meat. And I used to read that and go, gosh, how are they going to do that? But this is exactly the push we see going on today. They'll forbid marriage, and they'll forbid the eating of meat. Wow. Two little data points. Mm -hmm. But today, now we look at it and we say, man, there's, that's staring us in the face. You know, there's a – I don't know. I've looked at this, and I don't know if it's a parody. It doesn't seem like a parody. But there, there's, say, there's one company that's saying they're growing meats in a laboratory using celebrity DNA. I don't know if you've seen that. I, I think that's I think Beyond Meat is is uh, is involved in that. And, yeah, I mean, and then they have th like uh, cannibalism. They're, they're getting, they're getting, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, and, and you know, cannibalism is that last stage of Romans one depravity. We see, and and you know, it's now it's it, it you know it's coming out just like pedophilia ten years ago. If you'd mentioned pedophilia, people would say, oh, that yeah, that happens. But I mean, it's just like you know, very seldom. Mm -hmm. And now we realize it's all around us. Yeah, there's people. Down it's, it's, the, it it saturates our society. At the southern and border, buying, I, buying and uh, selling people like a, yeah. like a open open slave market, sex slave markets. Well, I've been to places like that throughout the world. I've, I've seen it. It happens. Trust me, it happens. Um, but you know, now we're starting to hear these rumbles about cannibalism, and all kinds of just you know you know just it's it's opening the door. You're seeing reference to it. You're talking about it, whatever. But it, it will come full swing. 
and and that'll be another level of human depravity we see that's coming. And this is again, Mark, why people need to more than anything is to understand we need to be bold. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And that we need to uh, we need to take hold of the Scripture and, and make sure that we are infused by the Holy Spirit that we can stand in this day. Because Jesus said, "Many will not stand in this day." In fact, during the Olivet Dis, I mean, uh, the, the discourses in the Synoptic Gospels, the first thing he said about the end of the ages. Be not deceived. Massive deception. Mark, I just saw another major Christian speaker say, I renounce my Christianity. I'm no longer a Christian. How many more? Of, how many of those have we seen in this last couple of years? Dozens. And then the ones that haven't, some of the, many of these prominent ministers that we've looked up to, Ravi Zacharias. I mean, you know, you just see impropriety on a massive level, just as Jesus said would happen at the end of the age. And so, um, you know, for those, I would say, that know their God, we are going to take action. We're just not going to sit back right now and just let things happen. Um, the, the greatest thing we have is the power of truth, and we, we don't use that the way God meant us to use it, just speaking the truth in love, telling people the truth. This is what God says. This is what God expects. This is why God will bring judgment. This is why God will bring blessing if we are obedient. And as we do that, you know, um, we, we in ourselves earn eternal reward because, you know, everything I do right now has eternal consequence. Every action I take right now has an eternal consequence. Um, throughout the billions and billions of years, which don't, years are not even a thing you can use when you're talking about eternity, but I mean, throughout all that, that lies ahead, what I do here. Right now, during my 70, 80 years I have here, is going to affect my eternal outcome for eternity. So that's why I challenge people right now. You know, you take the scripture, take hold of it, and, and apply it in your life. Become a, a, a person who proclaims the truth in this dark world. And, you know, what you'll earn from it is an eternal reward. Amen. Texas had a terrible freeze this past winter, which is yes, they did. absolutely unheard of that far south. It wreaked havoc on their EPA-mandated wind turbine electrical grid. Yet just last month, Tucker Carlson had a piece about Bill Gates, there's that name again, uh, has a plan to use planes to spray reflective chemicals into the air to block the sun's rays in order to cool the planet um, this is, you know, more the the uh, global warming chaos uh, insanity. Nope. Uh, effectively, he plans to use chemtrails to black out the sun. Like his vaccines, though, this sounds like another experiment that could go terribly wrong. Or if you're a maniacal globalist bent on wiping out a large portion of the population, bingo. Maybe you'd say this is you'd see this is terribly right. You just hit the nail on the head. Here's a man who openly admits that humanity needs to be reduced to 500 million people. And he's the guy that's going to make the, the vaccine that saves the world. Sure. There, there, there's a conflict of interest between those two statements. You know, I, I, I have a greenhouse. And what a lot of people don't understand is that the more CO2 in my greenhouse, the better things grow. 
the greener they get, the more fruit they make. In fact, because during the winter when I close my greenhouse up, the plants make so much oxygen, which we need, they'll start to die if I don't put CO2 in there. You know, what he wants to do is get rid of the CO2, get rid of the sun, which photosynthesis, that's the plant food, CO2 is plant food, and then you have, you know, a vast portion of what we grow not being able to grow anymore. And so your last maniacal statement about them, you know, they're maniacal. I would say that's the truth, that they they know what blocking out the sun will do. They know all this stuff about, you know, reducing CO2 into the atmosphere. They know what it does. I mean, there's been times when, you know, that they've found these massive lush gardens and they've done the analysis on the plants they found and the CO2 level was much higher back then. And so, um, yeah, this is, to me, I, I think when you when you look at their philosophy that they talk about, they have one plan in mind, and that's the destruction of humanity and everything. I mean, you know, I read a story just the other day. In, in 20 to 30 years, they say Western civilization won't be able to reproduce. Men's sperm counts will be too low. Uh, you see that. You see the destruction of marriage, which is historically that produces the next generation of children. We see abortion. We see pedophilia, child sacrifice. You know, everything they do to prevent the human race from doing the God-mandated thing, and that was to, you know, reproduce and to take dominion over this planet in a good way. But in their eyes, they want to do everything they can to break that. That's what the whole flood was about because humanity had corrupted itself, and God needed to make sure the gene pool was not completely corrupted so they could produce the Messiah. Well, today, Satan's on the same thing. I mean, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, in China, it's it's really Frankenstein land. They can do whatever they want to there, but they just produced Mark a human monkey hybrid embryo. I mean, this is Genesis six stuff, and it, it it we're seeing it just replayed right in front of our eyes. And for those that are spiritually discerning and understanding, we look at it and go, "Oh my gosh, the the end of the age is coming at us quickly." Let's get my let's get our hearts right. Let's do this. Let's prepare. Let's, you know, forsake the weight and the sin that does so easily beset us and let us run with patience, you know, the race set before us. Because, Mark, all all of these things you're talking about, you know, uh, the pr- price of homes. I know people, they can't – they're getting ready to build a home and they can't afford it now. Prices on the homes gone up 40%. They want to get rid of homes they do because under Marxism you don't own property. You know, food. They, they, they restrict food. And what, what happens when they restrict food? You don't have time to write your congressman. You don't have time to go in the streets and redress your government. You're just chasing the grocery store to get your minimum um, amount of food that you can get. You know, you add on top of that, you this buy, can't buy and sell without the passport, the mark of the beast, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you add that on top, and it's like, well, you don't, you, you don't meet the criteria. Or, or once, once it goes to a digital currency – well, Mr. Smith, um, you've already bought your five pounds of rice for the week because they have it all. Everything you do is, bought, is tracked. Your family's only allocated five pounds of rice, so you'll have to wait till next week before you can buy more. The ability to store ahead it will be gone sure. because everything will be monitored. Once cash is gone, everything will be monitored. Um, you know, you, you just go down the supply chain over and over and over again. The, the price of – I know in my area alone, the price of what you would consider a gentleman farm is absolutely going orbital. 
Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and and I and that's part of the plan. Further down the road in our agenda twenty thirty dystopian future, Biden has what he's calling his thirty by thirty plan. Under this initiative, thirty percent of the total U.S. land area would be placed in the conservation. I should mention Bill Gates is the largest landowner in America, but Biden doesn't stop at 30 percent. The next goal is 50 by 50. So that's 50 percent of all the land in America uh, controlled by the United States government by 2050. Restricting this much land will certainly limit the amount of food the country can produce. It's also and push everybody into megacities. Yes. It's also going to drive up land prices to where the average citizen can't afford to live outside of one of the Agenda 2030 smart cities. But that's the plan, isn't it? To force us into a crowded population center where we're much easier to control. Absolutely. And 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 in and, and the process of that, millions and millions will die. Um and we're seeing that now, the soft kill. I mean, these are, as you said, experimental vaccines. They are, they've not been tested properly, and every day we read about more and more things going wrong with them. It's an experimental thing, and to me, you have to be a lab rat to want to do it. Um, that's my take on it. Now, other people might be differ. You know, I can, I can understand people differing with me. But uh, it, it's part, if, if you look at it, Mark, as part of the whole, as one piece of the puzzle, and you start putting the puzzle pieces together, the, the picture that's being put together by those pieces of puzzle is pretty dystopian. 1984, Animal Farm, you, you name it, it, it it's, that's what it is. Yeah, and you call idiocracy. It, you call it. You said you said lab rats. It's not guinea pigs because guinea pigs are kind of cute, kind of cuddly. A lab rat. It's when you're, you know, there's. I think this because it's such a nasty kind of a grotesque animal. Uh, you know, when you're doing experiments on a lab rat, if something goes wrong, you're kind of okay with that. And when globalists are looking at us, sticking us with those needles. Uh, they see they don't see us as guinea pigs. They see us as lab rats because if it goes terribly wrong, that's that's pretty much the intended outcome. Uh, vaccine deaths are in the thousands. It's very hard to to to, to find the the most current data, but it, they're in the thousands. And I wasn't surprised to learn about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine linked to blood clots. Uh, these types of things are to be expected from any medication that's rushed through the approval process. But I was surprised to see <laughs> that's a that's a loose term approval process. I was surprised to see the mainstream media covering the blood clot issue. Do you think that was just an attempt to sort of regain public trust on the part of the media? Well, nobody believes them. That's for one thing. I mean, you know, it's 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 like the husband who's committed you know, a thousand acts of infidelity, and then he tells his wife, well, I, I didn't sleep with that woman. You know, nobody believes him. Uh, you wouldn't believe a husband or a wife that had they were just a serial, you know, person who was involved in infidelity. Well, you know, I, I, this time I really didn't do it. Um, you never believe him. And nobody believes the media. Everybody, I mean, you can just see it in their rate, ratings drop. Nobody believes them. And, I, I, you know, and I attribute it to somewhat of, you know, alternate media that is coming out and telling the truth and they're having to cover it a little bit it's it's, it's like como you know they, they've covered a little bit that he's that he was a he's a mass murderer and serial sexual predator but it's been dropped they did their little due diligence by mentioning it in the news and now it's dropped nothing will happen to him 
and and so but you know that that's where it's at and that, that, again you know Jesus said come out from among them be separate says the Lord touch no unclean thing and I'll receive you we really have to you know abandon you know the, that type of um brainwashing techniques that we don't even watch it. I mean, you know, here's Bill Gates. You know, you know what Bill Gates' favorite food is by his own admission? It's a hamburger. He likes gourmet hamburgers, but he wants us to eat syntho meat. Yeah. Um, you know, he lives in a 63,000-square-foot home, but he wants us to live in an Agenda 21 cubicle. Sure. The, the World Economic Forum, of which Gates is, uh, the Gates Foundation's a partner, they're pushing for the uh, the Great Reset. In one of the videos, which they took off of YouTube, you can still find it on their Facebook page. You can still find it on YouTube in Spanish, but they took off the English version because <laughs> it was a little controversial. They had to actually put out another video say, oh, you know, this might sound like a conspiracy, but it's not. Uh, but in that video, they stated that in the future, you'll own nothing and rent the things you need. So if you're renting things, obviously somebody owns it. So, I mean, this, this shows you the double standard of Gates and the, and the rest of the globalists. They, you know, what they have in mind for you is not what they have in mind for themselves. Of course not. I mean, that's why, I mean, if I was on a normal job and I had uh, done something in the, in the employment of my job that caused the death of thousands of people, and at the same time, you know, every other day I was going into office and groping a new woman, you know, good grief, they bury me under the jail. Como gets away with it. It's two standards. Hillary Clinton, I mean, General Flynn, Hillary, Hillary Clinton, she just takes her hard drives out after they're subpoenaed and just breaks them into little bit pieces. She's over 200 and some emails that were, had, that were classified that she had on a, a public server. I mean, just all felony offenses, all of them are felony offenses. Nothing happens. Lied before Congress, nothing happens. Comey lied before Congress. All of them lied before Congress. That's a felony. Nothing happens. They get away with it. You know, I mean, just or slap on the wrist. But, you know, if, if we did anything like that, you know, we would be buried under the jail. Yeah, absolutely. Morningstar so, has begun rating companies with uh, what is effectively a social credit score like they have in China. Officially, it's called the ESG score. It's Environment, Social, and Governance Score. Uh, social media giants, of course, have been rating U.S. citizens, deciding who can and, and can't have access to their services. How long do you think it will be until conservatives and Christians in America will be denied access to basic goods and services? Like well, I think we see it happening right now. I think it's in being employed right now. Airlines now now saying we're going to require a vaccine passport. You know, it, 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 it's it's going to grow. I mean, when when COVID first broke out a little over a year ago, I mean, everybody was didn't have any clue to the degree one year would bring this disease. I mean, from just you know a, a, a disease that was affecting Chinese people to a disease that you know affects the entire world to where everybody has brought under control by this disease in just one year. It's happening at breakneck speed. And that's why I tell people right now, I'm warning, you know, you need to have food in your home. And, and as much as you can get, you, you need to have the ability to purify water. You need to have the ability to communicate radios, you know. That, I, that, that will be something that the globalists go after is the ability to use ham radio to communicate. Um, you, you need to be able to defend your family. You know, for the, for the, for the woke Christian 
who I don't want to own a gun. You know, wait, wait till these people come to your house and your daughters and your wives are, are their victims. You know, again, Abraham, he, he did not sh- he did not shy back. He, he wasn't a violent man, but when it came time to, to, to protect his family, he did it. You know, so now is the time God gives us as we see this door closing on this American freedom we've enjoyed, liberty we've enjoyed. Now is the time to, to, to you know, to, to, to grab yourself and shake the sense back into yourself and say, listen, I've got to turn the TV off. I've got to face reality right now, biblical reality, historical reality. I have to face these things because if I don't, I'm going to be one of the millions of non-prepared at the mercy of others. And believe me, if you want to be at the mercy of the globalist, have at it. Because that's going to end up in a big line that ends up into a, some type of chamber where you come out as soil and green. If that's if, if you if you look at these people, you know, endorsing pedophilia. I mean, all the stuff that they endorse. If you want to try to appeal to them for mercy, or that you have a need, have at it. I, I would rather just say, Lord, thank you for warning me in advance. Thank you for the foresight to prepare my family for what is coming. Thank you for the insight that the Holy Spirit gave me, the power, the conviction that the Holy Spirit gave me. Thank you for all those things, Lord, and I'm going to take advantage of the time and the resources that you've given me to prepare my family for this uh, this darkness that's coming. And Bob, that's, uh, I think a lot of people don't realize, because uh, we don't talk about it often, uh, but ready-made resources has a storefront because the, we're getting into that sort of that that phase of the of of the 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 clampdown of the collapse of the 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 tyranny where folks are starting to get uh, more and more apprehensive about buying things online and buying things with credit cards and and people can can drive to ready-made resources and go in a store and pay cash. And it's it's between you and them and Jesus what, what they bought is that is that right? That's correct. Um, you know, to a degree, um, right now I would say it's still relatively safe to buy online because there's so many millions of people doing it, and and and, and it for the few of them to go after the majority of the people doing it. They're, 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 what I, why I see more of it, Mark is they deplatform me. Right. Mm-hmm. And and or, or the credit card company deplatforms you. Sure. Or your bank account is frozen or whatever. Um that that's how I see things like that going. You know, I don't have a woke enough score or whatever whatever, you know. And so you can no longer, you know, you, we can't trust you with the public good by running a business. You're a detriment to the to the to the um, you know, the, the, the collective good. I mean, all those words will be used, and so that's what I tell people right now. I, you know, I, I would tell them if you have to go down to Walmart, if you have to go anywhere, you know, and, and buy food, get food in your home. Nice thing about the storage food is it lasts a long time and it doesn't take any refrigeration, and you know you can get a wide variety of meals. Um, but even like places like Walmart or uh, you know big. Box store, uh, 
you know, things. You can go down there and buy canned chicken, canned meats that'll last years. Protein. They want to get rid of that. You, you, you can pick up, a, I think, a 14-ounce can of chicken for like two and a half bucks. Sure. They're, they're part of this uh, this net zero campaign. Of course, that's, you know, that's part of that, that ESG score of which Walmart wants to make sure they stay in the in the good graces of of uh, of, of the left by by signing on to this net zero uh, initiative where where all the all the products they're going to have are going to be uh, you know net zero carbon emissions. So um, you think about what that's going to do to prices at Walmart. I mean. People, people that are that are barely getting by right now, they're going to be starving. And people that are doing okay, you know, uh, maybe they don't have to shop at Walmart. Walmart's going to be all they can afford, if that. And that's the sad thing. If that, um, I, I expect to see food theft, you know, uh, cattle rustling, pig rustling, any of that that kind of thing. Uh, go up where people just go and shoot a cow in a field and just butcher it at night and take it. I mean, you know, and, and when that's when those types of things start, it'll have a rampage mentality that'll just it'll overwhelm the system to be able to deal with it and stop it. Just like right now, these big cities that have just let Antifa run loose right now to stop it would be very difficult. You would really have to apply a lot of force to stop it, and it would probably just move to another city and start the same thing over again because we've allowed that cancer to fester. Um, and and the, the cancer, I mean, the, the, the thing of hunger, when people get hungry, I, I've literally seen it, Mark. I've been in parts of the world where you see people hungry, and they're willing to give you their children to feed themselves. We don't understand that. It, it's, it's, a, it's a sobering thing to see that when you see it. Um, but right now... We're gonna when when this famine starts, you're gonna see food rushes like you can't believe. If if you remember the toilet paper rush, um, when when it changes over to food, and and you just see the food shelves cleaned, wiped off because people realize shortages are coming. And I I would say we're getting close to that pivot point. We're getting really close to it, and it's and the people that are waking up to it are have already started because. Uh, it's been a year since I've seen uh, uh, a mason jar or uh, a mason jar lids and rings on the shelves at Walmart, a local grocery store. Uh, when I went to stock up on, on, on fruit trees this spring, I was stocking the, the, uh, the nurseries. You know, and then the day they showed up, I went and got a truckload. I went back to get another truckload a couple days later. They were almost all gone. Yeah, I went to, in a matter I went of a home, week. I went to Home Depot yesterday. They had one fruit tree, one pear tree. Uh huh. One pear tree. That's all. Um, you know, and we all know that they wanted to attack garden seeds, um, non-hybrid seeds, so that you can't garden. See, Mark, you have to look at it from an intelligence point of view of bits of intelligence painting a bigger picture. Because if you're just looking at the little tidbits that are being doled out by here and there, you'll miss the big picture. The big picture is the destruction of humanity. It's a Luciferian plot to destroy humanity. In fact, the Bible says, unless those days have been cut short, no flesh would survive. Humanity would die out on this planet. That's what they have planned, to kill all of the humans. Now, that's why we see these things, these, these national after humans. 
you know, five years after humans, ten years. It's conditioning people. You know, what happens? Oh, the Earth returns back to its normal, beautiful state. It's psychological propaganda. Human, human, humans are a virus on the Earth. Who said that? One of the one of the globalists. You know, I think one of the royal family members said that. Uh, Prince Philip said, "If I came back, I'd like to come won, back as a yeah. virus to kill humanity." Yeah, uh-huh. that's it. So yeah. I, I guess he's finding out about right now that he's not coming back, and he's yeah. going to spend eternity where he is. Yeah. So uh, again, so this his is theology what just got corrected. Yes. Well, a lot of theology is going to get corrected. A lot of this, you know, um, preterist-type theology, you know, we're going to make the world better. It's going to come crashing down under the weight of biblical reality. And and that that's what's going to happen. But I, I just tell people right now to get prepared. Um, you know, we, we do – that's how I, I do pay the bills through ready-made resources. But at the same time, it is my passion to warn God's people to get ready. Um, I, I tell people all the time – Two things that I strongly recommend getting into, you know, you can pick up Bofang radios very, very cheaply. It allows you to communicate point A to point B, depending on your level of investment and commitment to the field of radio. You can talk globally or you can talk locally um, without a network system in between, meaning you don't have to have some type of relay somewhere that your phone or something uses to talk to point A to point B. And then the other thing, it, it's an expensive thing, and, and this is why we do offer financing on it on our website, but the night vision, bad people do bad things at night. I've used night vision operationally, and I'm telling you, it is an absolute game changer. Um, it, it allows you to see clearly modern military gauge night vision. is You can see hundreds and hundreds of yards away clearly what what's coming, what's happening. It's just it's staggering how good it is. So... Um, we do carry, you know, a lot of it in stock. People can come by and pick it up. Now, the one thing, if they do come to the store in Tennessee, you, we do we do have a 9.25% in uh, sales tax, so you, you would have to pay that if you order it, you know. So, you know, just act accordingly, put it that way. Um, but we do have units in stock, and we can generally turn them around and ship them next day, and it's all on our website. But, again, having used night vision operationally, um, it, it, it's the one piece of equipment that you will not get a greater force multiplier in your possession for the average working man than a pair of night vision. We, we've we had scout sniper courses that uh, a friend of mine, um, you, you, you've been to, I think, one of his courses, Matt Everett. Mm-hmm. Um, have, you've been to one of his courses, haven't you? Yeah, I went to his, uh, his RTO. Yeah. Um, well, he runs a scout sniper course, and that you do it at night, and everybody has night vision, and, and all of a sudden you just understand, man. Uh, we we've done his his, his his RTO course, and I mean, when you start understanding the advantages that night vision gives you, it is staggering, to say the least, staggering. So, um, I I definitely recommend at least one family, one group have a a, a set of night vision available. Um, because, again, just if, if you ever want to come by here at night and make an appointment to come by at night so I can be here for you, I'll let you look through a pair. And you'll you'll look through it. And the first thing everybody says that looks through it for the first time, they go, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe this. So, but that, that's, that's, that's what I recommend, Mark. But, again, mo- first and foremost, I recommend right now um, souls go into hell every minute of every day. 
you know, we're going to all stand before the, the judgment seat of Christ, the bema seat of Christ as believers, and we're going to be judged for what we do on this earth. Our salvation is not in question, but our rewards that we receive in heaven will be issued at that time. The crown of life, the crown, all the crowns the, the Scripture talks about will be given to us at that time. And, you know, what we do here right now for the Lord Jesus Christ is what is going to count for eternity. And that's why I, I just tell people, you know, abandon those things which are foolish and nonsensical that we employ ourselves with and take up eternity. You know, be counted for eternity. And and when we do that, you know, we will stand before the Lord without, without you know, shame. Uh, we will stand before him have being filled, and, and, and he will invite us, you know, th- those words that I long to hear, welcome into the joy of thy God a good and faithful servant, you know, versus depart from me, you wicked, into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Those are the only two courses ultimately that all humans are going to take. Ultimately, you're going to hear one of those other, those two statements. And and so right now, as we see the end of the age approaching us, we need to absolutely just examine our hearts and say, Lord, purge from me uh, my open and secret sin, uh, and let me walk before you in holiness and let me be your ambassador here on this planet, uh, that I would represent what you um, have, would have me to do and not what I would have me to do. Amen. And I really want to strongly encourage everybody to head over to ready-made resources, whether you go online and get it online, or uh, whether you drive to the store. They're open 9 to 5, Monday through Saturday, Monday through Friday. What's the Monday hour? through Friday, yes. Monday through Friday. Um, and do it now uh, before they, the, the dollar finally crashes and the globalists completely turn off the spigot for Christians and conservatives. Bob, thanks again for making time for us today. Mark, if I could give out my number, people want sure. to call and have questions, I'll be glad to answer them. There's no pressure to buy stuff, but if you have questions about prepping, I will help them. Because prepping can be geographically, I mean, if you're living in a cold climate, warm climate, if you have a family, no family. So my, my 800 number is 800-627-3809. Again, I'm glad to talk with you, no pressure. Just help you design a plan that will help your family better prepare for the days coming. Bob, thanks again so much. God bless. Thank you, Mark.